It's the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's show... How do you like your bear cooked? Medium rare bear? No, with cocaine. Hmm. A ghost of a little boy has pushed a shopping cart into a car in Texas. That ghost child? Republican Senator Ted Cruz. Hmm. Okay, who had the naked man driving a stolen school bus with a dead deer inside for 2023 bingo? Bingo! Uh, and a 15-foot spoon statue is missing from a Dairy Queen. Uh, now, how will the BFG, the big fucking giant, eat his brownie batter blizzard? Interesting. And finally, newlywed man killed after bride's ex gifts them a home theater system, a home theater music system rigged with explosives. Well, he should have been more suspicious. All the boxes said Acme. Hmm. Other attempts include rollerblades, a giant rocket, and a pile of bitcoins. Uh, the ex also wanted to shoot Ronald Reagan in hopes of getting Jodie Foster's attention, but was really frustrated when he found out someone already did that. Ah, that's a real shame. Yeah, you know, you gotta be more original. Yeah. And, he, he and on time. I- he got the idea from Chap GPT. So. <laughs> yeah. Me too. How, how do I get Jodie Foster's, uh, attention? Yeah. Oh, oh, what if, what if we asked Chat GTP? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what if we asked Chat GPT that? We, it could How be do a, we get Jodie Foster's attention? We should do that. Maybe we'll do it for the, the encore. We'll ask ChatGPT oh, yeah, a few good, questions good and well, how to get some people's attention. Let me write it down because I'll fucking forget. <laughs> oh, man. Have you used it before? Yes. Oh, really? So I uh, so it's mainly Star Trek based. Oh, the ChatGPT is mainly Star Trek based? No, I am mainly Star Trek based. Oh, okay. And um, I have asked it... Uh, I'm still writing Jodie Foster's attention. Okay, so I've asked it like to tell me a an episode, make up an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where Wesley doesn't exist, and it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it comes back and it's like, well, Wesley has been a uh, part of contention about whatever, and like it won't do it. It won't do it. It won't make fun of Wesley. Well, I mean, where someone says "shut up, Wesley," is like, no, I won't say "shut up, Wesley." It's like you, son of a bitch. I mean, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, you bastards. Yeah. Well, how was your week? Oh, well, two weeks because we've been off. Boy, oh boy. Let me tell you something. I had the worst haircut of my entire life. Did you last week? Oh. So I'm driving. I, on, I can't tell. I'm driving on Jackson Road. You see. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm driving, and I see a little sign. It's in the grass. It says, haircut, $9.99. That seems and suspiciously cheap. Of course. Of course it does, yeah. So since the so before the pandemic, I was getting my haircut by Fralinda. Fralinda at Trico at Briarwood, and she was great. She spent so much time on my hair. She spent a lot of time making sure I didn't get any flyaways, whatever, and it was perfect. But it was $70 every time I got my hair cut. That's a lot. And I'm losing my hair. So, like, the follicle per dollar range is going up. It's just skyrocketing. I hated it. So, pandemic hit. I stopped going to Ferlinda. I started buzzing in my own head. And, you know, it wasn't great. It was very close and very bald and whatever. So... She couldn't do the comb over. No. Well, well, I couldn't do the comb over because I didn't want to because I couldn't do the fading on the sides. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So I have not found a hairdresser that can cut my hair 
that I want to go to consistently since the pandemic started. Maybe you need to go back to Ferlinda. She doesn't work there anymore. Where does she work? I she's tried. probably still doing it. They won't tell me. Search her. She's on Facebook. She's doing oh. it through Facebook. I tell you. <laughs> Someone like Ferlinda has to be found. Okay, so... So I've been to Sport Clips. I've been to Lady Jane's. The last one I went to was um, Great Clips or whatever. It was not great. It was the opposite of that. It was very bad. So there's something about my hair that is balding. Of of course, I understand. Mm -hmm. That like people don't want to like cut it. (laughs) They feel like they need to leave things long to cover things up. And I tell them when I'm there. They're going to give you the trump. Yes, I tell them when I'm there, I'm not trying to hide anything, just like cut it, like three on the sides, um, like finger length, scissor length on the top. That's all I want. So I'm driving, uh, you know, on the west side of town and nine ninety nine haircuts. And I'm like, okay, so I'm getting like $30 haircuts that I don't like. So if I'm going to get a haircut that I don't like, I might as well pay $10. Well, this was the worst haircut of my entire life. Did they get? Did they pull out like those vacuum hair cutters that they sell on television? In the I 90s? fucking wish. Oh. So I go in, and the bell rings, and sh- the lady's like sleeping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's sleeping at the little desk thing. Did the, the bell wake her up? The bell woke her up. Oh, okay. She like you know She's shocked. Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck's here? What? Well, who would, here's a, here's who would a, ever get the haircut here? That's here's the problem. Thought. This is clearly a money laundering scheme. Clearly. And, and you've stumbled into it. And so I come in. She's like, hello, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. Uh, and she has me to take a seat at the chair. And she says, who cut your hair last? And I'm like, oh, it was, uh, I don't know, great clips or whatever. And she's like, oh, she do very, very bad job. Very bad job. Like, okay, good, good. Okay. So I'm feeling like she's doing she's she knows how to cut hair, right? Because she knows someone did it wrong. No one knows someone did it wrong. She's like, she she who did your neck last? I'm like, it's the lady. And she's like, oh, she did a very bad job. And and she's like, breaks the she's like, what do you want? I'm like, three on the sides, you know, finger length on the top, whatever. And she's okay. And I uh she starts cutting my hair and she's talking and whatever. She's just chatting, chit chatting about my child. She's got a kid getting married in Europe or something, and she's talking all this bullshit. And so she asked me, like, why your hair so dry? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. She's like, why your hair is so dry? I'm like, I, what shampoo you use? I'm like, well, head and shoulders or whatever. <laughs> she's like, no, no, no. You cannot use head and shoulders. You you use tea tree. You use tea tree, okay? Okay, you use tea tree? We use okay? tea tree. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll use tea tree, whatever. And so she's buzzing the sides or whatever, and that's normal haircut. And then she starts with the scissors. She starts with the scissors hacking and chopping away <laughs> with these scissors. She cuts the front. Like, she starts cutting the front of my like hair, the most important part. As a balding man, the front is the most important part, okay? She starts hacking and chopping away at the front of my hairline. I'm like, okay. Seems like she knows what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? She seems very confident. And she she cuts the front, and then maybe she does like a little thing, and then she says, okay, what do you think? I'm like, oh, 
oh, it looks okay. And she's like, okay, it looks okay. And she like, you, you like it? I'm like, yeah, I'm, well, that's okay. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> but I'm scared because she seems very like, um, I don't know, forward and uh, aggressive. So you like it. So she's done. I, I guess she's like, you like it? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, okay. And then I go to the register, and then she charges me $30. <laughs> that was $10. For this haircut. And I didn't mention the $10 thing. And then she's trying to scam me on this. So she gets me with the tea tree shampoo, which I did want to buy tea tree shampoo, right? And I said, how much is the tea tree shampoo? She goes, $13.99. I'm like, okay, $13, $14, whatever. Yeah, you can get it at Kroger for 7 yeah, but you know, thirteen dollars, whatever, I'll do that. And then she like tells me the total, which is like eighty eighty dollars. How many was she selling I was like, you? Oh, wait, how much was the haircut? She says thirty. Like, oh, okay. Well, how much was the shampoo? And she goes, I'm just like I don't know, like twenty six or something. I don't know. She's like, oh no! I thought I was like, I thought the shampoo was like thirteen ninety nine. She goes, oh, shampoo thirteen, but conditioner thirteen ninety nine too. Like, oh well, I don't want the conditioner. There's this whole back and forth thing, whole back and forth thing. So I finally get her down to thirty dollars for the haircut and thirteen ninety nine for the tea tree shampoo. <laughs> and then like she hands me, I give my card and she hands me the thing. And I was like, what do you want to tip? And I'm like. Six dollars? I don't know. I'm scared at this point. I'm terrified at this point. I just want to leave. <laughs> you, you she was fifty-eight dollars. She was the only person in this whole place, right? And I, I'm just nervous and I'm, I'm dumb, or whatever. So I didn't ask her about the nine ninety-nine, whatever. Because what if that was a salon farther back? <laughs> In you got the, the little wrong business one. park, exactly. So I'm like, okay. Imagine that haircut. And I didn't realize how bad it was. So I paid the 30 plus the 13 plus like a $6 tip or whatever. And I leave. And I'm like, this is the worst haircut I've ever gotten <laughs> in my entire life. But she was so confident about her skills. She was trashing the last person that gave me a haircut. She's like, you like, you like the haircut? Okay. You make an appointment. I'm like, uh, okay. And she asked me to make an appointment in, a, in like three weeks. I was like, okay, let's make an appointment. And then, I felt so awkward. I gave her a wrong phone number. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, I called you the morning of. I'm like, okay, here's my number, 734, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I gave her an incorrect phone number so she can't reach me because I felt so awkward. <laughs> you can never go to that part of town ever again. Never go to Jackson. She's definitely going to remember you. You're the only one she's ever cut. <laughs> it's got to be, right? So this was like Salon 26 or something. I don't know what the name of it she is. She cashed out your dollar, and it's now her first dollar <laughs> on her wall. Yeah, and so when she was selling me the shampoo, she was like, we sell 100,000 units of this. And I was like, 100,000 units of tea tree shampoo in this place with no people there's nobody here money laundering (laughs) yeah so it was terrible and so it was so bad it was so bad jason that i had to go to trico (laughs) to get it fixed because the only person eighty dollars the only person i can trust the only salon i can trust at this point was trico because i've had the great clips and the the um sport clips and the lady janes and so 
Um, she charged me forty dollars for a haircut and an eight dollar tip. How much did she have to cut? It was already trimmed mostly. She really fixed it a lot. It was so bad, Jason. It was so bad. I I've always thought like the last haircut I got, like a month ago, I fixed it because it was bad, right? But this one, I didn't even know what to do. I didn't know how, where to go. So she fixed it. Courtney at Trico, forty bucks. It was very good. I'll go back to Courtney. I made an appointment for a month from now. That was terrible. See, that's how you have to do it. They oh have to God. make the appointment for you. At, that's why dentists have it down. Yeah? You got your next appointment before you leave. Oh, yeah, yeah. But doctors don't do that. That's how Trico's do it. Trico does it. My do- my hair person doesn't do that. No? Well, I don't go, go there Trico, anymore. Apparently. Because last time I went, she just wasn't there. No. Just didn't show up. I've had such bad experiences. The one time I went, um, like a couple years ago, I went in and the lady was like, she looked at me and she's like, we're only taking cash right now. Like, oh, I don't have cash. So so I had a person during COVID. So, well, during COVID, I was cutting my own hair. I ordered some nice clippers. Same, and same. And did my own hair. Yeah, same. It was passably fine. I didn't I notice mean, any bad things about your hair. Uh, and, well, I mean, so most of the time I was doing it was when we were in, like, full lockdown, remote, mm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then after we had vaccines, I started going to the same person my wife goes to because when I scheduled, I'm the only person there. And she was wearing a mask and I was wearing a mask and I felt comfortable about it. Wonderful. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. Good. And then the last time she just didn't show up. Oh. And I was like, great. So to your like, appointment? To my appointment. Ooh. Like I got there and the, the building is, there's nobody there. The lights are off. Yikes. It's just pitch black. And so I go down the road and I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to, I waited for like half an hour. Like maybe she got stuck in traffic or something like that. Sure, sure. And so then I went down the road to fantastic Sam's mm. and I walked in and they're like, do you have an appointment? Mm. I'm like, madam, this is fantastic. Sam's. <laughs> madam. That's like, <laughs> do you have an appointment at McDonald's? Are you kidding me? No, yeah. it's a drive-in. Uh, and they're like, oh, man, we can't get you today. Like, maybe I was like, fuck off. I'll go to a different Fantastic. So I go to like three different Fantastic. And they're all, do you have an appointment? I'm like, fuck off. This is a Fantastic Sam's. Don't get an appointment for Fantastic Sam's. You've got the $12 special for men on Tuesdays. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. Um, and so I got so mad that I just came home and did it myself. Sure. And it wasn't great. I've done that too. It's yeah. hard to get the very back because my hair is a lot longer. Like I have... A longer kind of top um you do that you know it's not the easiest thing to it's not like i just buzz shave my head right i can't just go and it's all the same length uh and so like it was kind of weird in the back and it was just annoying and i was like it's fine whatever it's fine uh and so then as vacation was coming closer and we had parent teacher conferences coming closer and my hair is much longer and i had been the one that did it last so it's not great so again, I go to Fantastic Sam's. It's not busy. Nobody fucking there. Yeah. And I come in, they're like, do you have an appointment? And I was like, I was prepared for it this time because I was like, I don't need it today. I can maybe do it tomorrow or whatever. And I was like, I, I don't. And they're like, oh, well, I can probably get you in at like 8. And I was like, uh, 8 p.m. Yeah. or a.m.? P.m. Because oh, this was after work. Wow. And I was like, uh, I and I was about to say, actually, could we just do something tomorrow? And they're like, well, if you're willing to wait like 20 minutes, we can get you in that at 4.30. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll wait 40 minutes. There's nobody fucking here. I will sit right there and 20 minutes, no problem. So I did. Sure. And 
you know, I waited longer than it took for them to do the haircut, but it was fine. But I hate it so much. I'm not going to make a fucking appointment for right. a haircut. Right. I went to, I've even tried to go to a barber. Hmm. It's on. Uh, from Seville? Stadium. Well, maybe not from Seville. Maybe See, they were uh, Yeah, be careful. The Sometimes they're a bunny. So I went to a barber and I went in and the guy was like, oh, do you have an appointment? I'm like, no, I don't have an appointment. He's like, uh, I'm the only one here today. Can you make an appointment for tomorrow? I'm like, uh, uh, no, I just want to get a hair. I thought you could walk in to get a haircut, but apparently not these days. So right next door to nobody that, wants to cut hair anymore. Then nobody wants to get hair anymore. So I went to the, to the salon next door. Uh-huh. No wait at all. Somebody cut my hair. She did a shitty job. Everybody leaves the fucking hairs next to my ears. Ooh, I hate that. So long. Uh-huh. Like I have one request is that you, you get the you cut it the ears. and cut around the ears and cut on the back because those are the things things I cannot do by myself. And those are the things that like once I realize that's happened, I have this like annoying fixation. Yeah. Where I'm just like constantly oh, like I, can I can't pull it out them. over the front of my ears and I'm just like constantly messing with it and i'm just like no i cut those bitches jason i I do too like i get the scissors but then you know i'm trying to get them and it's oh it'll drive me insane that's why you have to have somebody else do it it's like a seed in your tooth and you know it's there and you just can't leave it alone exactly yeah fucking haircuts well finally courtney gave me the best haircut right good job Courtney. so it was very good maybe i should go to court and it was forty dollars and it was a lot but i think it's it's not more than 30, which is what you pay at Great Clips now and at Salon 26. Whatever. I think uh, Fantastic Sam's was 25. Okay, 25. But like if you extend it out, if you get a good haircut, you can extend it out for a couple weeks. I mean, and... I get my haircut maybe three to four times a year. Right. And by the, the, the time I get my haircut, it's pretty bad. I look like Harry Potter in movie four. What I. It's <laughs> just horrible. So shaggy. So bad. <laughs> So what I liked about Fralinda is she really spent her time making sure all of, like, you know, because you get a little buzz to the sides. Sometimes they're little flyaway hairs. She would, like, make sure those were all cut. She would, like, make a sure she would do that. And she spent a lot of time on it. And then she we'd come back, we'd wash it, and we'd come back. And she'd, like, spend extra time on the sides. And I really felt confident after she gave me my haircut. Um, that was the thing Courtney I liked. was fine. The the person I was going to who stood me up, like, that's the only time I've ever had someone that they washed my hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you fantastic. And Trico, they do it every yeah. time. But I will say the, the Fantastic Sam's will do, like, the, the shave on the neck to make sure it's oh. nice. And, you know. Oh, I missed that about, um, where did I go? It was in Georgia, mm-hmm. this little... Um, this Put place like I went hot, to get my haircut. Yeah, the hot thing on there, yeah. and then they'll the, oh the hot uh, yep. little uh, brush, whatever. They shave it with a straight razor. Yep. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, because I get this little thing. It just goes whoop, right down the side of my neck. Same. Yeah. Okay, so how was your week? Ah, uh, so really, see. really, really. Yeah. Um, we had spring break. Uh huh. And we had a staycation. No, I'm kidding. We went to Florida. Mm. Went to Florida. The state? The state. Of Florida? We did. Uh, So we decided that 
our daughter has almost finished all the Harry Potter books. Older or younger? Younger. Okay. And she's a big fan. And so we thought we want to get her to Universal while the magic is still there. Okay. You know, for all the Harry Potter stuff. Sure. Go to the parks. Mm-hmm. Now, Universal is a scheme to try and defraud you out of money. And they're fucking bastards, and I hate them. Uh, but. So you feel this about Universal, but not Disney? Love Disney. Disney's fantastic. I'll okay. give them all my money. Go on. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> we went to Universal for exactly one day. But what Universal did was, so we've been there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went uh, when they opened the first Harry Potter park. And then we took our oldest daughter there for graduation. because She's a big Harry Potter fan as well. So we've been there twice. But since then, they built a second part of the Harry Potter Park, but they put it in Universal Studios, and the other part's in the Islands of Adventure Park. So now they've got a Harry Potter thing in two parks. So now you can't just go to one park and visit the Harry Potter stuff. You have to get tickets to both parks. Okay, and how is this different from Disney having different parks? Disney has four completely unique parks Okay, that you do not need to, like if you want to do something... um, it's not like they're like, well, the toy, the Star Wars, let's take the Star Wars world, sure. for example. Sure. It's in one park. They didn't do, well, we're going to do part of it in this park and part of it in that park. So you have to buy two tickets if you really want to see it. They put it all in one place. So if you really want to see it, you only have to buy tickets to one park. Oh, okay. But you know where I'm going with this, right? Yes. Well, no. I'm So I know where you're going. This is expensive, right? And they're trying Please to debunk me. Please. I will. So here's the thing. We went to one, well, we had to go to two parks for one day. <laughs> And the amount we spent for that one day, we could spend five days in Disney World. No way. For Universal? Yes. And here's it's the problem. It's more expensive than it's Disney? More ex- so, Shit. for example, the I, I, I talked about the Fast Pass thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where Disney, it's like $25 a day. And Universal, it's $700 for three people. Whoa. Now, we didn't pay that because we stayed at one of the Universal hotels. So, it was included because oh. we stayed at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Of course, the hotel is more expensive because they give you the free fast pass or whatever. Naturally. But I wasn't going to pay $700 just to get in line. So early. you're rich, but you're not like rich, rich. <laughs> We're definitely not rich. <laughs> We're what Midwesterners think are rich. Okay. okay right. Okay. So here, uh, actually, we'll go into this. Let's do it. Yeah, so yeah. we think of, you know, oh, you're rich because you stayed at a rather expensive resort in Orlando. Sure. So after that, we went and stayed on the ocean, also in a Disney resort. But okay. it's on the ocean. Okay. Rich, because it's an expensive room. The east coast of Florida. Yes, on the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, and so, not cheap. It's not, you know, Motel 6, $80 a night. It's expensive per night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yes, someone might be, oh, well, you're rich. Oh. Fuck no. Because we drove five miles down the road, and right there was this resort-looking place called, I think, St. George or something like that. I was like, oh, that looks like a resort. I'm going to look that up. No, no, no. It's not a resort. It's a private club, which oh. is a resort. <laughs> so so here is, this is rich. It's not a resort. It's a private club, which is a resort. resort. Okay, gotcha. Go so on. So to on. join the club, to join the club so that you can buy space at this resort. So not just to stay there, just to join the club so you can go there. Okay. It costs $165,000. Holy shit. 
Really? Yes. To just, join the club. Just to join. And you can't just join. I couldn't just call him up and say, I want to join. A member has to sponsor me. Oh, well, yeah. This is like a lot of country clubs have it that like do this. They stuff, have right? special rules like you can't wear your hat backwards. Which we know what that means, right? To get right? rid of the blacks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you pay $165,000 just so that you can not, then- not, not that a current member would ever recommend a black person- I'm sure. Or a black family be joining. Um, let's move on. So, in a, so the $165,000 just allows you to then rent a condo or whatever they have. I assume they're condos at the space. You're required to rent for at least two weeks. So your oh. stay must be two weeks long. And then everything is not included. You have to then pay for your golf, if you want to play golf, or your resort, or your spa, or all these other things. It's not included. So, like, this is, I mean, $165,000, that's a house. So you didn't do this. No. So that that's okay. why I'm, that, that's fucking rich. That is rich. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm staying at the that fancy, I mean, staying at the fancy Disney resort in this world is like thinking Ponderosa is is rich or going to the red lobster is rich <laughs> or having a 72 inch screen television is rich. It's rich for people in the Midwest. You know what's it's not fucked up? Rich. You know what's fucked up is that you have to be, you have to have a lot of money to go to red lobster because it is very expensive <laughs> nowadays. It, it's which you, can't, way to... you can't be in the poverty line or barely above the poverty line. No, no, it's not. And go to red lobster. <laughs> You're not getting that endless shrimp platter for a cheap amount. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, so we go to Universal. It's a racket to steal money from you. You uh, Here's the problem I have with it. So, like, you go to Disney. There's lots of different choices for rides. Okay. You've got the Space Mountain roller coaster type rides. Sure. You've got the 3D. I love the roller coaster rides. Yes. You've got the 3D. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> you've got the 3D, 4D kind of things where you get the 3D glasses, but they, like, pump the smells in or they spray right, the water. Right. So it's like you're immersive mm-hmm. kind of thing. They've got the little kid rides where you're going through, like, Peter Pan or It's a Small World. They've got the log flume type rides with the Splash Mountain. They've got, like, the scary um, Haunted Mansion. There's... A wide variety. Yeah. Universal has one ride. Oh. This ride is you get on a car, you put on 3D glasses, it moves you around. Every single oh, ride okay. is that. The only difference is this is the Transformer ride where you put on the 3D glasses and it moves you around. Mm-hmm. This is the Jurassic Park ride where you put on the glasses and you get on a thing and it moves you around. Oh, I'm sure this is like to save them money. This is the Harry Potter ride where you put on the glasses and you go through the thing and it moves you around. Yeah. Not a single, like, so they do have in the Islands of Adventure part of it. And they have some roller coasters. But in the Universal Studios part of it, every single ride is exactly the same. And it is such a ripoff that you have to pay extra if you want to go to the Harry Potter part, which is very good. You can ride the Hogwarts Express, which is a fun ride. They've got a Gringotts thing. They've got a lot of cool shopping and experience. Like that part of it is fun, but making me pay an extra $100 per person just so I can do that one little part is a fucking ripoff. That's $300. It sure is. And if you want the fast for a family passes, of three. For a family of three, yeah. imagine a family of five. Fuck. Like it's. You'd have to be rich. You wouldn't be rich, but you'd have to spend a lot of money to the point where it's like this is. Well, you have to save up a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, you're not gonna, you go maybe once in your life. Maybe you can't twice in be your life. living paycheck to paycheck and then go to Universal. As well no, as if you do, it's like you're one time in your life you're doing that. Right, right, right. And that 
that should not be how it is for what you're getting. Okay. If it was some amazing thing, absolutely, I could understand that. But I, I feel, and I feel like, so you're giving me a hard time about Disney, but I also feel <laughs> Disney is too expensive. It is way too expensive. Every time I see it, I say there are too many rich people. That's not what Disney wanted. I mean, Walt, Walt Disney, when yeah. he created Disney World, Disneyland, his idea was there should be a place that families can go and have a good time for everyone. Exactly. It should be affordable and available. Affordable and, the, and available, uh-huh. but no blacks or Jews. <laughs> they were allowed to. It was California. Technically. <laughs> um, so, so, like, I feel like the last... Like, so even like we went uh, 20 years ago and it was not. We the, did. You was, and I did. Yeah. It was and, like, it was know, like $70 for a ticket, I think, or maybe $60 for a ticket, which yeah. is a decent amount. But that same ticket today is twice that. It's $120 to go to one park for one day. That's too much. That was when I went with you guys, it was exorbitant when I went with you. That's true. But I mean, we. What, steak and Shake or Sears or like where were you working? Sears yeah. and maybe Johnson and Murphy's shoes yeah. or whatever. I mean, and I was working at what, Brookstone, like I think nine dollars an hour, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I was I think ten or eleven dollars an hour. So yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a, a, a work day's worth to to do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like you know, that's it's just too expensive, and it should not be that way. Uh, to do that and they like they just keep tacking things on and i'm like that's not that's you're not spirit airlines where you tack on every single fee <laughs> to try and nickel and dime yeah, you like if you want spirit go to cedar point or actually michigan adventure <laughs> like so like uh so disney under the last ceo you were paying to park and like and this is at like the deluxe resorts so mm. those those resorts like the grand floridian which i've stayed at exactly once because on when we got married, we got a free night there, so I never paid for it. Yeah, uh, but you stay there; it's like six or seven hundred dollars a night, and that's you're gonna lot. charge me for parking? Yeah, what the fuck do you think you're doing now? So the new CEO doesn't charge for parking. They took it back. Really? He said no. We're oh. free parking if because oh, if you're, great. I mean, yeah, even even the like value resorts are at like a hundred and twenty a night. Uh, the mid grade resorts are like two three hundred dollars a night. Like. That's enough. The parking should be included. I agree. Because a yeah. big portion of people aren't driving down. A lot of them are coming by plane. So, like, you built the parking lot. I mean, parking is ridiculous in general. Like, paying to park is stupid in most cases. If you're, like, in a downtown situation, I can understand it. Because, like, where where someone had to build this specific thing for parking. Yeah, but if yeah. you're, like, a hotel or a store or something like that where you can build a parking lot and you're charging me to park, fuck off. You're yeah, an bullshit. asshole. Yeah. So what percentage of people that were there uh, when you went to Universal mm-hmm. were, like, other um, – what is, what is the word? There were tourists, like, from like, other countries. Oh, from other countries? Yeah. Uh, Percent? I, I couldn't tell you. I didn't yeah. notice. It didn't stand out. Like So here's the thing. Like When I've been to Disney a few times, I've noticed a lot of like English tourists. Oh, British. Like, yeah. Like Because yeah. you hear them. You hear them talking. I've noticed that. Hello, governor. Yeah, like, we're going down to the animal kingdom, eh? <laughs> That's Australian, I think. Um, <laughs> but when I was in Universal, I didn't. Re- so here's the other thing. So we go to Universal. We pay all this money to go to Universal. Yeah. We want to take our daughter to enjoy the Harry Potter thing. The younger uh, one. The younger one. Yeah. And so even with the the fast pass thing that we got included, 
they have two rides in the park that you can't use a fast pass on. They're like, fuck off. These are the popular rides. You can't ride them unless you stand in line like it's the 1900s. And I'm like, (laughs) fine. So that's another reason we chose to stay at a slightly more expensive or uh, Universal Studios hotel because we got in an hour early. Oh. So only people staying in the hotel got in an hour early. So, all right, we'll get in an hour before all the crowds. We'll get in this line. It'll be maybe 30, 45 minutes instead of two hours. And we'll ride this brand new ride. It'll be fun. And we get there. The ride's fucking broken. No. And so it hasn't opened. So it has a three-hour line. No, it's broken. And so we're like, so we're not going to go on that ride. Maybe we can ride it later in the day. Because like we've been paying attention to the app to see like what the times are. And kind of later in the day, it drops down to maybe like 50 minutes. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll wait 50 minutes for a ride. That's not outrageous yeah that's not crazy yeah so we're like all right fine we're not fucking riding that so we take our daughter to the the ride that's in the hogwarts castle it's really cool you go through the castle like you see all the stuff from the movie that's like, the, yeah yeah it's really cool so she's yeah. super excited she's like look at that look at this like really excited gets on the ride fucking hates it really it's too scary it's oh. too loud can't stand it oh no and that has now set the tone for the rest of the day because that was the first thing you did the first thing we rode and we couldn't warn her about things because it's been 10 years since we've been there yeah i don't really remember kids really need warnings though. yeah Yeah. and so she's like fucking awful we're like all right well let's ride there's like a little kitty roller coaster it's like the junior gemini from cedar point like it's (laughs) it's not fast it's not big it literally (laughs) lasted maybe 45 seconds it was not a long ride yeah so we're like well let's ride this hated that it's too fast oh so i'm like great this is fucking fantastic so we go through all the shops uh she goes to the wand shop she gets a wand and they do have a fun thing where like there's these displays throughout the area that like if you use the wand that you bought it interacts with them and so you can make things happen so like the display starts moving or the water starts coming out of the spout like cool stuff happens that's pretty cute so she does a few of those but then by the time that happens the park is open and there are so many people there's a line to do that and so like who Uh... wants to wait in a line to make the display do a little dance when you just saw four people ahead of you do that i hate it capitalism baby so we do the shopping (laughs) we ride the hogwarts express over to the other side and we ride that ride she did like that ride so we're now one out of three rides she enjoyed we do the shopping. We watched a little kind of show thing that they were doing that was like, okay, whatever. Uh, and then we start going into the rest of the park, the non-Harry Potter part of it. And we're like, well, there's a Transformers ride. Let's ride it, I guess, because we got this fast pass thing. So we get in line. We're the next people to board. And she's like, my tummy hurts. I need to go to the bathroom. Fucking kids, bro. And we're like, kids. Uh... So I say to the person, is there an exit? And he's like, he gives me this face of, I understand. This happens all the time. And he's like, go through that door. So we take her to the bathroom. Uh, her tummy still hurts. Yeah. She doesn't feel good. She doesn't know what will make her feel better. So we go back to the hotel after three hours in the park, and we never go back. Oh, my God. <laughs> my child has told me she wants to go to Disney. Disney's so much fun. Yeah. You have to go. We have, Can we go to Disney, please? I want to go to Disney. And I'm like. We can coordinate. Uh, friend of the show, Logan loves it, too. We'll, listen. We'll coordinate. It'll be fun. Not me. Not me, bitch. I said, 
tell your mom you want to go to Disney. <laughs> so because you, you in front of the show, Logan, your whole family, all of your family, were Disney. in Florida last week. We were, yeah, and we talked other, about it. Two other people I know were in Florida last week. So here's the thing. Uh, so we do the Universal thing. Yeah, it wasn't the best day. We've done it though. She, she, so she enjoyed going to the shops and seeing all the things. So she got what she wanted out of it. Sure. I feel ripped off because I spent a lot of money for her to basically go shopping. Which you could have gone shopping here, right? I could take her to New York and go to the Harry Potter store for <laughs> half the price that she spent <laughs> yeah, having to go yeah, to the... yeah. So, like, I'm a little annoyed. And she would have had, would have had a great time in New York, she right? Was. I mean, so she did, like I said, she had a good time walking. It is cool. It is cool. Yeah. But it's overpriced for what it is, and that totally I don't like. Is. So the next day, we leave Orlando. Wait, we're, this is just day one? That's the first day that Jesus. we're there. Jesus. Right? <laughs> the next day, we're the, so the whole rest of the time. So we stay two nights in Orlando, the night before we go to Universal, and the night after Universal, because we thought we'd be in the park longer. Sure, sure. Uh, so the next day, we pack up all of our stuff, we head out to the coast, and we're going to spend the rest of the week on the ocean. Just the Atlantic on the Atlantic. Yep. We're just going to stay on the beach. Uh, the hotel we have. It's a Disney hotel. It's right on the beach. Like you walk out of the hotel right down onto the beach. They've got a pool. They've got uh mini golf, which is included. See, that sounds good. That's what I like. That mini golf great. included. Yeah. Ping pong table included. Pool table included. All In- these include it. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to pay for it. You just go yeah, and grab yeah. the clubs. You go. Um, So that's what our plan is. But on the way, because, you know, we check out of our hotel at like 10 in the morning or 9 in the morning or whatever. Sure. Can't check in until 4. We decided to go to Kennedy Space Center. Mm. This was a huge win. Yeah. So we're at we're at Universal for like 4 hours. Mm. We're at Kennedy for 7. Oh. We had the best time. It really? was so cool. There are rockets fucking everywhere. We met a friggin' astronaut who gave a talk about going to space and then signed autographs and took pictures with people. Oh, we got to see cool. a space shuttle in the most epic Wonderful. So I've seen every space shuttle that still exists. Yeah. Uh, I've been to all the museums that have them. It's cool. We but love space on the hour. We love space. This podcast loves space. We're very pro space. So I've been to DC. I just learned that there are more people going to the moon. There soon. are. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So sorry. Go on. So like in DC, I've seen two of the... So the DC Air and Space Museum, I saw the Enterprise there, and then they moved the Enterprise to New York and replaced it with Discovery. We're talking about 1701... A, B, the C, shuttle. or bloody D. No. <laughs> the uh, the shuttle. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so they have the Enterprise in the Air and Space Museum. And it's cool. Like, it's it's huge hangar. And so, like, when you walk in, there's this long hallway and then a big hangar and then a hangar that kind of goes the same direction as the doors are. And so when you walk in, you see the shuttle in the distance. And it's cool. It's kind of, like, looking right at you. Yeah. Uh, and so I saw that one there. And then they moved it once they retired the shuttles and put Discovery there. Mm-hmm. So I went back again with the older daughter and saw Discovery there. So that's the first two shows they saw. Last mm-hmm. uh, summer, we were in California and went to the California Science Center. And they've got Endeavor there. Uh, that's very cool. You go in. There's like a big hangar. Like you open the doors and there it is. It's just sitting there on the ground. You can walk under it. Very big. Very cool. Uh, Kennedy is like, no, no, no. This is the space shuttle. This is an experience. Yeah. So, like, you have to wait in a little line, and they take you into, uh, like, a standing area, and they've got this little 
movie showing about how they had to design the space shuttle. So it's a drama. These are actors and they're like, we're going to build a reusable spacecraft. And they're like, how the fuck do we do that? I don't know. Like a glider. And like, you know, they're trying to, you know, plan all these different prototypes and all that and trying to figure it out. You know, okay. So you see this and that movie ends and the door is open and you go into the standing theater, Hmm. no seats, but it's shaped like a theater, Mm -hmm. big screen at the end. Uh, And then they show like the, tests of the the space shuttle and the actual launches so they're using real footage uh but there's screens not just at the front it's like on the ceiling above you as well oh neat so you've got these big flat areas on the ceiling that go from ceiling to floor and you're like seeing the screens like it's projecting from all angles it's like immersing around you immersive around you yeah yeah. Uh, and it's like you know it's playing very dramatic like inspiring kind of music like you know it's it's like the beginning of enterprise like it's been a long time like so like you know they're trying to like get you in like the yeah 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 we're it's hard and we did it we went to space it's reusable it's amazing and then they reveal the shuttle because the end of the theater is is not a wall it's a door and it pulls up and there's the shuttle looking right at you like it's in space it's like at an angle the bay doors are open the arm is out like it's just been putting a satellite into space beautiful presentation that's very theater like they hired a theater person to do this yeah because they're like we're gonna use fucking scrim we're gonna like make this an experience and it was like it was very good yeah like i was getting like a little oh, oh a little, fuck a little emotional here this is amazing <laughs> you know i've seen all the shuttles i've you know but it was so good uh you got to go to the uh we went to the the command center for where they launched apollo and like they have all the consoles still there, oh. but they have stands. So like you're sitting in there like telling the story and they make it like it's the day that Apollo 14 launched. And so they've got like the screens up so you can see the launch pad a few miles away. They've got like the countdown and the people like on the screen showing them like do stuff. And so then they do the, the whole countdown and the windows behind you, they have like lights to make it look like in the distance there's fire going up hmm. and the windows start fucking shaking like there's a launch going on uh, so you like feel like what it would have been like to be in that fucking room because it's just like <laughs> like you know you hear the glass moving and everything is awesome like so much fun loved it very excited you're laughing at me but I'm laughing because it sounds a lot different from my haircut <laughs> <laughs> uh and then behind that, they've got one. So apparently there's only three Saturn V rockets still in existence. Oh, yeah. And they've got one of them. Uh, Johnson Space Center has the other, and I can't remember where the third one is. But they've got it there all lined out. It's like 400 feet long. And so that you go. awesome. So you go, like, you get to walk the entire thing. You can see the different stages of it. The big engines are there. And you get to the end, and they have a memorial for the Apollo 1 astronauts who died. Oh. And, like, you go through that, but when you go through that, it exits across the actual, like, walkway that was up, you know, 400 feet in the air that Neil Armstrong walked across, that Buzz Aldrin, that every one of those Apollo astronauts walked across. And you get to walk across it, too. That sounds neat AF. It was. And that. Wait, 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 where was this? Kennedy Space Center. Kennedy Space Center. Okay. $70. (laughs) 70 fucking dollars. Way more fun than Universal. (laughs) For a fraction of the I'm price. I'm going, bro. I'm going. I, it's 
so they also do so for a little bit extra you can do a special tour where they'll take you to like some more behind the scenes kind oh, of places yeah uh, and i think it's like 20 bucks it's not expensive per like, person yeah but like in comparison to the you know 200 per person for fast yeah, pass yeah, at course, universal yeah. it's like yeah. yeah i'll pay 20 dollars uh so we had an excellent time after that we spent four days on the beach it was beautiful the weather was lovely the water was warm in the ocean yeah you know we didn't go out too far because you know there were a few days with riptide warnings so like oh, we didn't go yeah, out beyond yeah. like our like knees that's scary you know yeah. but for you know it's eight-year-old my knees is her like waist or higher <laughs> yeah um and the last day some of those waves were like i'm standing up to my knees and looking at the waves breaking you know 20 feet away from me like taller than me oh i'm like these are like six foot fucking waves it was okay uh but we had a good time my daughter actually even got me on the water slide <laughs> Because they've got a water slide that goes oh, yeah? into the pool. They she convinced you, huh? She did. So <laughs> here's the fun thing about so this resort that we stay at, it you never can get a room because apparently it's always booked. Mm-hmm. But there's never fucking anyone there. Like not a person. We went to we found out that like six o'clock at night, six thirty at night, the pool is literally empty. It is just us. Oh. And then around like seven thirty or so. People start like trickling in after dinner, but even then it's like maybe five, six people. So basically it's like you go to the ocean in the morning, nobody's fucking there. You go to the pool at night, nobody's fucking there. It's like a private resort almost. Sounds and great. now for our segment, where Jason so, and John had a great time. helpful advice to fix your problems. <laughs> she had a great time. And this hour has been 45 minutes. <laughs> I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I've Well, it done? sounds like you had a good time. It's the hour Actually, I also have to oh. sing the praises of, uh, we got one of those Easy Pass transponders. Yeah? So that we can go through the... Like without having to go to the toll booths. Oh yeah, with right? the like, you don't want to be with the plebes. Yeah. So well, so a lot of them are moving to this. Like, we'll take a picture of your plate and send you the the bill. Your license plate. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay. as you go through, it takes a picture of your plate, and then you don't pay the the toll. They just mail you a bill, and then you go online and pay the toll. Except they add like a $7 processing fee or some bullshit to that. Like that's <laughs> yeah. fucking bullshit. And so if you get the easy pass thing, that's already cheap. So like if you do the, the as we're going through Florida driving to the coast, mm-hmm. they're like, if you do the pay by plate thing, it's a $2 toll. If you pull over and pay exact change only, it's like $1.20. Oh, which is obviously. Cents. Yeah. If you use the easy pass, it's 85 cents for the toll. Oh, uh, and so, like, I was looking into that, and I was like, look, I need to figure out this thing. It turns out. So you can buy these things or get access to them on the Ohio Turnpike in, like, the the rest centers. You like can they, they sell them access in a, to the Florida things in Ohio? So it's, it's, it's a whole network. It basically is, like, 17 states or something like oh. that. So basically all the East Coast uses Easy Pass. Uh, oh, so yeah, Florida, yeah. I've heard Florida of that. Florida uses yeah. SunPass, but SunPass has now just joined the EasyPass network. So if you have EasyPass, you can do SunPass. Mm-hmm. And Georgia has PeachPass, uh, and they've also just joined the EasyPass network. So Have you ever eaten a Georgia peach? I, I buy Georgia peaches do every you? year. I get I've the, never the, eaten a Georgia peach. The, the peach truck. They put them on a truck in Georgia and literally however long it takes for them to drive from georgia to here drive them up here with the peach pass with the uh, easy yeah, yeah. pass and through right? georgia so i'm sh- assume it takes like 48 hours because georgia is a piece of shit and i hate it uh <laughs> but yeah so the peach pass works as well um so you can get them if you're on like the ohio turnpike and you stop at one of the rest stops you can go to a machine 
and you pay some money and they give you the pass and then they charge you like, I don't know, like $3 a month or something like that as a, a fee. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it there. Turns out Massachusetts will give you a transponder for free. And if you do online PDF statements, you don't have a, fa- a charge at all. Oh, so you really? get free access. So I went online before we went to Massachusetts Department of Transportation mm-hmm. and said, I want one of your fucking easy passes. And they mailed it to me. And we paid 85 cents instead of $2. Free easy passes from Massachusetts. That sounds good. It is, what? Massachusetts. Is that what I said? No, you said Massachusetts. Okay. I said cats. Okay. Uh, but if we go out to Massachusetts, you know, when we drive, they're basically the entire way across Massachusetts is a turnpike. Mm-hmm. Friggin' Pennsylvania and Ohio, when we go down to visit my cousins, yeah. it costs $70 each way. That's a lot. For tolls. Yeah. And if you have the easy pass, it's like half. Oh. So fuck that. Anyway, getting easy pass through Massachusetts. Well, Department. if you've ever had an easy pass, you can email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Yes. And if you want tips on how to do that, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. I'm not going to give you any tips on Facebook, but you can see all the shit I post there. So, all right, got an update. Yes. In Ready. episode 226, it's just a man, which we discussed a pigeon that was found with a backpack carrying crystal meth. In a prison in British Columbia, Canada. Yes. Well, it turns out a second pigeon has been spotted wearing a tiny backpack presumed oh, no. for carrying drugs mm-hmm. uh, in the exact same facility oh. as the last one. Uh, the backpack possibly made from a cut up pair of jeans. <laughs> so, so a, like a jean pack. I love a good cut up jeans because <laughs> a lot of mine are cut up, but only in the crotch. Do you think they're they're boot cut or do you think they're skinny or jinkos? They're bird cut. It's a jinko backpack. <laughs> Just a big tube on the back of this. Uh... <laughs> uh, the backpack possibly made from jeans was empty, leading guards to believe the bird might have still been in training. Oh. <laughs> he also had training wheels on, so that was a big... <laughs> Uh, homing pigeons have been used to smuggle drugs into prisons for decades, valued for their ability to fly long distances and return to their home lofts. Okay. Uh, experts say it would be possible to train a bird to see a prison as its home loft, so it's possible that the institution, uh, were like they, the cargo attached, like they put it and then it flies back to the, the prison. At some point, there's a human that has to sneak up on a pigeon. And catch it. And catch it. With his hand and like bring it inside. So I was watching uh, John Stewart has a show on Apple TV Plus. Oh, yeah. And we watched the first episode and was like, mm, and then never watched another episode. And this is from like 2021. Mm-hmm. And so this week ran out of things to watch. I watched the second episode mm. and then I watched the third episode. Then I watched the fourth episode. And then I watched the fifth episode all in a row. <laughs> but one of the episodes was about solitary confinement in prisons mm. and how, like, you're not allowed to have books or anything. You're just in this six foot by nine foot room. Yeah, it's a punishment. And, yeah. And people, like, spend years there for their, yeah. quote, protection. And one guy was talking about, like, he would save his bread and, like, put it on the floor so that the mice would come in and at least he'd have some entertainment watching the mice. This sounds a lot like that episode of Deep Space Nine where Miles O'Brien was uh, in like a confinement with this other guy. That was an alien. Is that the one where he goes, there are four mice! 
That, that's the one. That's the one? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> experts say it's possible to train the birds to see the prison as their home loft, which I just fucking said. Uh, it's possible the birds got inside the medium security prison through an open window or th- <laughs> an open window in a fucking prison? Very medium security. This is very- <laughs> Well, it's very Canadian. They're like, oh, sorry, you know, it didn't mean to escape. Uh, Or through one of the recreation yards where inmates can spend time outside. Sure, sure. Another update. Okay. Uh, In episode 116, Schultz McCulch. (laughs) Schultz McCooch? Schultz McCooch, yeah. Uh, Which is from October of 2020. That was a few years ago. A while. eh? During the the early, the pre-vaccine part of the... uh, pandemic when we were doing remote still oh yeah yeah just yeah. barely yeah, yeah uh we discussed a jail that was blaring baby shark constantly i remember this yeah uh, in fact though that was not a story that we, we did in that episode it was an update to a story from episode 52 lunch Whoa. meat sandwiches like 52 like a year after we started from two weeks from july of 2019 oh, pre-pandemic we did the show before the pandemic. That was a whole different world. It was. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> uh, so it was actually a story from that because there was a town that was using Baby Shark and it's raining tacos to keep homeless people away. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, And so Fuck then the this homeless. this yeah. jail was using Baby Shark to, as punishment. Mm. Well, two former Oklahoma County jailers have pled not uh, no contest to misdemeanor cruelty charges by forcing inmates to listen to Baby Shark as punishment. Okay. Took them a while, but hey, they got him. We yeah. got him. We got him. Uh, Gregory Cornell Butler Jr. and Christian Charles Miles. Why do we need all their names? <laughs> and middle names, too. We don't need to know them. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Give them the social security number, too? Like, we don't need all that information. Anyway, they're put on probation for two years and fined $200. Uh, they were also ordered to pay $300 in victims' compensation uh, and complete 40 hours of community service. They're also banned from working in law enforcement. So, okay. good. This sounds about right yeah. to me. Why I, don't I, they do this for every I know, right? cop or law enforcement officer? Yeah, does something wrong. Uh, yeah. Both were charged after an investigation determined handcuffed inmates were forced to stand for long periods chained to a wall in the attorney visitation booth as discipline uh, the two girls further mistreated inmates by playing music children children's music sorry loudly on loop such as baby shark and it's raining tacos uh, both of them resigned after the investigation started so, okay so great what a good outcome the yeah. justice system works yeah totally <laughs> eventually for some people <laughs> Terms and addition, uh, conditions apply. <laughs> hey, but Donald Trump got arrested. We're not even talking about that at all this week. Well, uh, we got some finally feedback from a listener. Yes, we did. So a friend of the show, Tony, Tony emailed us uh, last week uh-huh. or maybe while we were more on break. than a week ago while we were on break. We didn't announce it. No, we did. We just did it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was so, still a break. So we were talking about the restaurant Savas that I went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been there. That I thought was pretty good. Uh huh. Well, Tony says he had a bad experience. <gasps> did he at Savas? So I've never been there, but I know my wife has. Yeah. So, so Tony had like incorrect food delivered, Ooh. and the bill was like two hundred dollars for four people, and it was no good. And uh, so he he messaged the restaurant. Uh-huh. Like on Facebook? Or, or on Google yeah, Reviews? Or like... Uh, Could we read his Google An review? automated email or whatever. Oh, okay. And he says um, that he talked to the manager and that she said that they would send her send them a $100 Savas gift card. Well... 
it's it's that real. It's, so you just went somewhere that had a terrible experience. They're like, come again. Yeah, hundred dollars. That sounds like a punishment. Half off g- your meal, which is two hundred dollars, <laughs> whatever. And so I think I got that right. Maybe I didn't. So I'm sorry, Tony, if we didn't. But we just got an, uh, an email tonight. Ooh, less than an news. hour of go. So. He says, on March 25th, I emailed the manager of Savas to inform her that I never received my compensatory gift card uh-huh. and that it probably slipped her mind. She replied that she appreciated my patience, patience and was going to add another 50% to it and that I should receive it this week. It has yet to arrive. Ooh. Well, Tony's going to have to update us and let us know if he got his $150. And then Tony goes on to say, it's time to use the power of the hour <laughs> to publicly shame them, Jeff. It's time. It is our power. They are on our shit list. Time. Let's, let's, let's uh, shame the hour. No, no, wait. wait. No, no, no. <laughs> We're shaming Savas. Let's shame Savas and let's shame... Uh, fucking was that was there a thing? Salon twenty four. Salon or something. Bad haircuts, bad food. Yeah. Don't go there. Yeah. One star. Fuck them. <laughs> you know, I used Google uh, reviews to find a restaurant while we were in Florida. Oh, you did? It worked out great. Really? They had four point eight stars out of two hundred reviews. Yeah. We went there. Delicious. Really? They and so as I was reading, even the bad reviews, like watching what the owners said. They're like, hey, could you give us more information? Because we want to improve our restaurant and you had a bad oh. time. And so we like they genuinely seemed like they wanted to improve things. The food was delicious. It was reasonably priced. Fantastic. It was a hibachi place. Oh, wow. That does mostly takeout. Well, I'm sorry, Tony, if I got the original email wrong. You were doing a quick. Uh, I did a little quick little thing. Summarization. That's what I've remembered. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, fuck them. I've never been fuck there. Fuck Savas, but, yeah. I think, right? At this point, I'm never, it, so going, wait, I'm is, never going there again. So it's Savas? Yeah, Savas. Is that different than Sava or Sava? S-A-V-A. Okay, is, wasn't that the vegetarian place? No, I don't think they were vegetarian. There I used had, to be a... I had meat wasn't there. there a, wasn't there a vegetarian place with a similar name? I don't know. Oh, well... I'm sure Becky will fact check us because she I'm remembers sure. these things. But it, so are you talking the, about Jerusalem Garden? No, no, no. Jerusalem are you Garden about the, is delicious. The earthen I love jar. It. No, no. So it was on the street that I don't know was at university or whatever. It had a purple sign mm-hmm. and purple letters. Yeah, and I could have sworn it was a vegetarian place. I don't know. No, someone, but someone because will Tony us. is a friend of the show. We hate Savas now. They're Everybody on our vendetta Savas list. Now. We yeah. should start a the hour vendetta list. Yeah, the Savas and um, haircut place, gobblers of waters. Are they on a vendetta list or? Yeah, or yeah. Are they, they just bad. Suck. They suck. Fuck them. Well, yeah. then they close. Yeah, but well, fuck they deserve them anyway. it. It's because we hate them. Yeah, and then later on the show tonight, there'll be another uh, hate. Will there? Yes. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out our hate list. Jesus. Or should we like just do it tomorrow because this episode is already an hour? Nah, it's going to be fine. We only got four stories to do. Fuck them. Okay, let's do it. All yeah. right. Well, speaking of bears and vending machines. Yes. Uh, Japan has added vending machines that sell fresh bear meat. Wait, to like cooked? Like bear jerky? <laughs> Raw? How is this meat coming out? It's like meat ribs, bear ribs. Is this like the Mongolian barbecue of vending machines? Like where you get the raw meat and then you have to like get a friggin' lighter and like cook it? And cook it yourself. Is there bear butt? Is there a bear butt roast? A a rump roast? Mm. Mm. I bet a bear butt would be good. A bottom round roast? 
I would. Or I a would, top round roast. I would not be opposed to eating bear. I don't think. I mean, would you? I, that's a that's a section of uh, grinder, isn't it? <laughs> are the are the bears too cute for you to eat? You think? Uh no, I don't think I'd eat a bear. You don't would need a bear. No, apparently a pig. It's like, yes. Uh, I'm, pork I'm is not pigs. really good for yeah, you. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm not a big fan of pigs. But chicken, yes, because they're birds. They're, they're they don't even have fur. <laughs> they're very dumb. They are. Uh, even that sometimes, like so. I've been considering going vegetarian again. So I really? Did I did it for about a year. Did you run over another bird? I did. I didn't. You say that like I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, for, no. For like being upset by no. this. No, you're not an asshole for being upset because I also do that same thing. Whenever I like encounter an animal that has died, I'm like, I should do vegetarian. Yeah. Because then you start thinking about them as like, you know, living yeah. things that yeah, like. They would die. Yeah. And then like, what if somebody ate them? That'd be <laughs> fucked up, bro. It is. What if, what if, so I put my dog to sleep a few weeks ago. The, Someone ate the, them. The show knows. What if somebody was like, I was like, no, you can just keep them. And yeah, like, they, they dropped it off at the China King in uh, Belleville. Jesus, that's not what I'm talking about. No, I only say that because there was newspapers in the 90s that were talking about how they had like cats in the freezer. And they're that like, it's for personal use only. Racist. It's not, I'm telling an actual story of in the newspaper. I'm not making this up. You're saying the news has never been racist? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm just relaying a story that was pr- reported in the Ann Arbor News in the 1990s. All I'm saying is, or maybe the Detroit Free Press. Or, Eva, I don't know. at her age, would have been real stringy. Yeah. You would lots have of bone. Yeah, Good for like a bone. marrow. Yeah, not a lot of uh, muscle on that dog. No, no, no. It's very lean. You ever, uh, you ever cried while scooping dog poop? Cried? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I can't no. say that I have. Oh, that's weird. I yeah. have. <laughs> anyway, was it old poop? It was from all, all winter. <laughs> so, but I felt like I was like erasing all trace of her it was very sad sad. anyway so the machine right Mm -hmm. the next one the machine in the northern prefecture of akita i haven't heard of a prefecture since uh star trek deep space nine and the cardassians or the romans they did that too oh did they yeah so the prefecture has attracted a steady stream of customers since it was installed at the end of last year uh the meat which sells for 2200 yen which is about 1650 Per 250 grams, which is about the size of uh, dog shit you cry about, uh, is providing <laughs> it's proving popular with passengers at nearby railway stations in the town of Simboku. But the operators have also received requests for mail order deliveries from Tokyo, which is about 400 kilometers away. I'm pretty sure if I was if I went to Japan and I was at a train station, they're like, we have roast bear. I'd be like, OK, I'll try it. I'll try roast bear. I'm going to try new things. I'm I'm here to like experience, you know, other cultures and stuff. So I'll try a bear. So like from a, f- so I've, I have tried things like that. So when I remember when we went to uh, New Orleans for my high school choir trip. Yeah. Uh, one of the chaperones ordered blacking gator. Oh. And I tried it. They yeah. offered it and I tried it. I was like, all right. And they're like, what does it taste like? It tastes like chicken. And I was like, no, it tastes like fucking gator. Like it tastes like what it is. Like it doesn't taste like chicken. So it's... was it not like chicken mixed with like seafood or something? That's no, no, it was like heard. it was like a gator steak, oh. basically. It's nothing like you've ever tasted before. It, it wasn't anything. I, I see. So people, I think, say things taste like chicken because chicken is very nondescript. Right. It's just Blend. like yeah, it's yeah. a texture with not much on it. It's a meat without flavor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw an Instagram today where uh, some kid was upset because people started calling him unseasoned chicken. <laughs> uh, it was a little 
<laughs> was he a light kid? He was. He was, yes. <laughs> and it seemed like his, uh, I assume his stepfather maybe was uh, an African-American man who thought that was the funniest thing he'd oh, ever I, I've seen this video. Yeah, so, yeah. He uh, laughed like, yeah. So yeah, it's. I think that's why people say, oh, it tastes like chicken because chicken doesn't taste like really anything. Like yeah. you get those things like the the noodle roni kind of things that are like, this is chicken flavored or the, the ramen. They're like, it's chicken flavored. No, it's what you're calling chicken flavored chicken flavor. That's not what chicken tastes like. Yeah. Recently, I, I ate at a... Food truck tacos El Panda, which mm-hmm. I've told I've talked about I think on the on the show, and I got the ramen, mm-hmm. and on the top of the ramen it was like a tapatio ramen, but they added their own shit in the food truck, whatever. But on the top it said artificial beef flavor. Mm. What is it? Not beef. What is it? If it's, it's if artif- it's artificial beef, like what what in, what is it flavored with? What's uh, happening? It's uh. You know, bear, bear, perhaps yeah. it's a donkey <laughs> No, they've, they've said as beef. So the machine, uh, uh, talking about the bears, the machine, which touts its contents as a regional specialty was stocked with locally killed wild bear and sold a mixture of lean and fatty meat. Apparently they also have some that are trying to promote uh whale eating in and Japan. So, yeah. And so they have like. Oh. They're trying to increase consumption of whale, these companies that hunt whales. Uh, Even though you can't really hunt whales, they, they're, they're, they're doing the thing, like the loophole of, oh, we're studying the whales, so we killed them. Uh, so they're putting them in vending machines, if too. it's ethically sourced, it's, maybe There's no ethically it? sourced whale. It's not eth- nothing. But what is ethically sourced? Shrimp? Chicken? No, I'm saying beef, like- pork? You, you can't hunt whales under international- Okay. Things. And so, so then, no, I wouldn't try it yeah. then. But, yeah, so bear and whale vending machines. Okay. What uh, about horse? Are there horses on there? Not that I'm aware of. Maybe like a, you know, a fox? You ever eat a fox? Uh, I have not. Or uh, maybe like a badger? No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the meat came from bears captured in the mountains by members of a local hunting club who were permitted to kill a certain number of bears during the annual hunting season. Okay. Animal rights campaigners condemned the vetting machine enterprise and called for an end to the hunting of bears for their meat. Uh, bear meat consumption is the highest in northern Japan where it's sold in cans and even as instant curry. So like like, like tuna fish? <laughs> bear curry? Tuna, tuna fish of the forest. <laughs> Uh, it is a slightly gamey flavor, and some have likened it to venison and often served in stews. So there you go. You have, you have your gamey venison stew. Uh, and then the, the ghost bears will come back and haunt you. They get they get cold when they're angry. The bears do? Yeah. No, the ghost bears. Oh. oh yeah. Speaking of ghosts. Then they shamalam it up. Kobe Todd. No. Oh. Like the cheese? Is, yeah. No, Mm -hmm. Colby, not Colby. Oh. Because I say the L in things that have L's in them, like Kalk. I I hate that shit. Kalk? Yes, it's fucking horrible. The word or Kalk itself? Itself. You always see the videos and they're like, mm, just do like make your just finger, cock it, like, do a little wetness and then you yeah, do a little just thing. lick and your finger. Like, and... and then I'm covered in it. I look like <laughs> I look like the floor of the Velvet Touch in Parma, Michigan. Covered in cock. I think there's a lot of dudes in high school that would have wanted to see you covered in cock. Gross. 
So Colby Todd, Kobe uh-huh. Todd is a 21-year-old from Pottsboro, Texas. Claims a mischievous child ghost caused a shopping cart to fly at his vehicle, and he says he knows the ghost. Oh, all right. Well, Todd recently went ghost hunting, uh, and all the ghosts they caught, they put in a vending machine in the prefecture in Japan. Uh, In a nearby town, and the next day, he was leaving work at a local supermarket outside Dallas when a shopping cart flew into his car. So he was shop. He was shopping for ghosts. He was no hunting for ghosts. Oh yes. Right okay. What do you shoot a ghost with? A uh, thirty-four caliber. You know, the only thing to stop a bad ghost with a gun is a good ghost with a gun. When I got in my car and shut the door, I realized the cart had hit it. He said. Well, Todd decided to go inside and look at the security footage to see who pushed the shopping cart into his car. Wait. wait at supermarket, so he just went to the supermarket and said, he, he "I'd works, like to look at the suit. I'd like to look at the footage." He works at the supermarket. Oh, he does. He okay, does, sorry, yes. sorry. Okay. So when he watched the footage, uh-huh. the cart appeared to be motionless. Okay. Before then, flipping around and heading straight for Todd's vehicle. There was no wind that day, Todd noted, adding that the store itself would have blocked any wind gusts. He's absolutely right. This was definitely 100% a ghost. Uh, I think it could be aliens. Yeah? So Todd's theory, while ghost hunting at a home in Frontier Village, Texas, Todd said he sensed a little boy. Oh, that's weird. Is Todd a priest also? Boy spirit. He said that he believes the spirit followed him home and to the supermarket for more work the next day. Well, he's also adamant that he has to use the little boy spirit bathroom. I got to use a little boy's room. Uh, Maybe he's trying to play with me, he said. Not not helping this case. He's trying to play with the little boy. I think there's a list for him. This is awkward. (laughs) Texas awkward. Everything's bigger in Texas. Mm, gross (laughs) so jason you went to florida recently right i did yeah yeah how did you enjoy your stay uh i thought as i mentioned universal overpriced yeah Uh, the place in the the disney resort we put stayed at we've stayed at before more than once we love it it's our favorite place to stay sure uh it's got a good stretch of ocean it's clean it's got a nice restaurant. A lot of the the activities are included. Uh, so we really like it there. So you would rate your hotel very good. Very like high. Five yeah. out of five stars. Uh, enough that I might consider joining the like Disney Vacation Club uh, timeshare, basically. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because we love this resort so much. Wow. So, mm-hmm. the Hour Pond. Yes. We researched. <laughs> we did. We looked high and low. We Mostly low. Mostly low, and we found the cheapest resort in Orlando. Because I think if you're going to go to Orlando, let's go cheap, right? I've been to Orlando. (laughs) I say you want to pay to get away from the (laughs) riffraff. Yeah, so we found a resort. We've done enough Florida Man stories to know you want a fence between you and Florida Man. So this resort is $25 a night. Plus, that, that plus fees, plus There's a resort everything. fee, right? Yes, of course. With $25 a night plus everything. That's cheaper and, than the Motel 6. Um, I think I was, Motel 6 up to like $40 a night. I was wondering uh-huh. how people felt about this resort. Well, 
They so got let's places to tell read us these. the reviews. All right. Uh, so nothing there. Uh, sorry, nothing. There were roaches and ants. The bed sheets were very dirty, and the TV didn't work, and the AC was broken. And we only was allowed one set of towels and wash rags. No service at all. Nothing at all. Worst place to stay while in Kissimmee, Florida. And you were trying to save money. Verified hotel guests. Six months ago on Priceline. One out of ten stars. Well, the check-in staff was helpful and polite. The lower levels of the hotel had many doors worth broken or missing handles that were held closed with a few screws easily broken into cockroaches and fleas in room carpet stained bedding stained dirty holes most furniture broken lots dust slash grime verified hotel guest nine months ago on Priceline positive this hotel was absolutely disgusting. Oh. There were cockroaches everywhere in our room. We left the first night after discovering this. I will never stay here again. Negatives. This hotel was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> there were cockroaches everywhere in our room. We left the first night after discovering this. The fact that they even call this place a resort, it's an absolute joke, especially when you see people who have children. Mm. Crystal, 11 months ago on Priceline. Crystal with a K. <laughs> Positives. Good location and nice heated pool. It's probably from all the pee. <laughs> Negatives. Bathroom had mold on ceilings and don't think they can do anything about because paint is peeling and it's probably lead paint. The paint is peeling on the ceiling? So it will be there till room really renovated. Took 1.5 hours to check in as well. Never seen anything anything like it andy 11 months ago price line why this, is why are these all price lines? i know <laughs> <laughs> do they pay the full 25 dollars or did they get a discount <laughs> captain kirk's in shambles positive this location was awesome however the cleanliness of the room and the parking lot was atrocious also, you can hear people in the room next to you. They charge an extra resort fee and room deposit upon arrival. Negatives. Yes, the extra charges upon arrival and the cleanliness of the entire prop property. Verified hotel guests. Nine months ago on Priceline. The air didn't work. The sink only had burning hot water. The handle of the sink wasn't connected to the sink. <laughs> the tub had water inside floor liner. The room smelled like pot. There was no trash can. Restaurant and bar permanently closed, even though advertised Jennifer 10 months ago on Priceline. Like all of these are one out of tens. Just yeah, like we're not even. They, yeah, of course. Positive. The location was great, but the room was old and needs work. The hotel needs to be renovated. There's no microwave or coffee pot in the room. There's no breakfast available. It's a rundown hotel, and I wouldn't recommend this place. Seven months ago on Priceline, Mindy. 
Nothing. This was the worst experience of my life. This place is filled with a different type population. Substance abuse. I seen the medical examiner remove a body. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I just get very emotional when I think about it. I see the medical examiner remove a body from one of their rooms. The hotel is not up to building code. No smoke alarms, etc. But the negative. <laughs> Everything rust. Mold, broken furniture, stains on rugs. Outlet sockets, spark. Dirty tub, light fixtures are rusted. This hotel should be shut down. Maria, seven months ago on Priceline. Location. The room was a non-smoking and it smelled like smoke. The sheets had bubble gum in them and stains on the pillowcase. The bathroom toilet was cleaned and had Pee on the seat. The bathroom had mold on the ceiling and walls. I wouldn't stay here again. A year ago, Michael on Priceline. Positives. Nothing. (laughs) Scary hotel in a questionable location. Pictures online are nothing like the actual rooms. Negatives. Broken lock on door. Hair dryer had been stolen by another guest. No plug in bathtub. Mold along grout in bathtub. Mirror fell off wall and black mold behind it. I have pictures to send you. I had paid online. They were sold out. No room to move to. <laughs> Rebecca, a year ago on Priceline. Look, Rebecca, from what I'm reading, <laughs> you wouldn't have had a better experience somewhere else. <laughs> no room to move to. She didn't even stay at the place. Uh, she hated it so much. Positives. Nothing. Oh. This was the most disgusting hotel I have ever stayed at. It should be closed. The carpets were stained and not even connected to the floor. The sheets were stained. Stuff on the toilet and tub. Had to change rooms and both were nasty. There were roaches. Andrew, a year ago on Priceline. Positives? The staff were pleasant. Negatives? The grounds were trashy. And in horrible shape roaches in the room paid for a room with pool view didn't receive this is far from a resort i will never stay there again and i do do frequent orlando often for business very disappointed overall Verified hotel guest a year ago on Priceline. Absolutely nothing. Everything. The room we were put in was not what I booked. It was disgusting. It had stains all over everything. The area was run down. We went to the front desk and told them about our concerns, and they moved us to another room. That room was also gross. Christina, 
10 months ago on Priceline. The staff did their best. They refunded the resort fees. This may have been a resort at one time. Now it should be condemned. That was the positives. Negatives, trash everywhere, landscape and below average, pet odor and stains, carpet, bathroom ceiling leaked, paint bubbled, and moldy. No internet. I have seen broken roaches, AC. It says read more. I don't know. <laughs> what is read more? Oh, we got to oh, go, go to, to Priceline. Priceline.com. Priceline.com. Not a sponsor. Yeah, correct. Well, uh, perfect, pleasant. Okay. So here's the problem. It just took us to the reviews. It yeah. Didn't. Those are the top reviews. I think they paid Priceline. <laughs> Definitely. Right. How, how is this place getting a, oh, so it's out of 10, a 4.4. No. Cleanliness four point six, location seven point two, staff six. Okay. So, the problem is they didn't take us to the specific one that I clicked read more for. Uh, so it's yeah, hard to say. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, as I'm as I'm looking at the uh, the area here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm on the I'm on the Google Maps, uh, and and I'm shocked because of where this is located, because. It's very, very close to uh, Disney. So you just went on the the street view, right? So I see a Burger King and a couple of uh, palm trees. Yeah. It's like kind of a a main strip here. Uh, Yeah. They've got, I mean, we saw on the map, there's a Ponderosa, there's Mm -hmm. a Starbucks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A place called Wild Side. Okay. Um, They've got on the other side of the road- uh, we've got uh, what is? I can't even tell what that is. Uh, there's a Denny's and a McDonald's. We were looking, and there are um, uh, Cracker Barrel right nearby. Okay. There's a Walgreens, a Buffalo Wild Wings, an Outback, uh, Chick Fil A, a Texas. Seems Roadhouse. like very centrally located, right? And so it is so close to Disney. So like this is like the main road right above it here, right to the north. That is Disney's Animal Kingdom. Okay, so that's and, the main gate lakeside resort. They say. Yeah, and so like this is a very short distance. I mean, and we're we're probably talking. Uh, I'm trying to find the key here that shows the distance. I mean, we're talking like a mile from yeah. Disney's Animal Kingdom. And here's what I'll tell you for Disney. I've stayed in this area before. I've stayed near Animal Kingdom. Been through all the. I had no idea this was so close to the the, the parks. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this this stretch. Like, this I like knew- when you're driving, like when you drive down to Florida and you drive to Disney. This is all the the things like stay at this resort. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Us for the mm-hmm. the your food or whatever. It's all tourist stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you know, once you get on Disney property, you feel very insulated from the outside world. Like, all yeah. the, the street signs are Disney. Like, it's different colors. Like, you are on property. And they do a good job at hiding that this stuff is right there. Yeah. But the main gate lakeside resort is not right there. <laughs> so, I don't know where the review is. But I remember reading one um, a couple weeks ago when I first saw this. That... They said everything was good. There was a lot of mold in the room, but I got really grossed out when 
I looked behind the bedside table and there were chicken bones. Oh, Jesus Christ. On the lakeside and on the bedside table. And that's. <laughs> Imagine going to a hotel room. You're like, okay, this is fine. The sheets are torn. They're cockroaches, whatever. But at least we can sleep. And you look behind, you go to sleep, you look behind the bedside table. And there are chicken bones behind the table. So looking at the outside, so I'm on the street view in the resort. In Kissimmee, Florida, yeah. Like not Kissimmee St. Cloud, like No, the, no, it's it's like the yeah. um commercials used to say. It it doesn't look as bad as I was picturing in my head. It like, looks like it, a little like a two story like a Motel 6 or uh, yeah. I don't know. What, what's the other ones that are like that? Not Best Western, I don't think. I'll leave the light on for you. Uh, like, you know, it doesn't look like it's a top-notch place, but it doesn't look like... like the, There was a movie that came out a few years ago of like one of these hotels in Florida in like the Orlando area where like people live in it and it's run down. Like the one up on the corner of uh, Michigan Avenue E-Course. I think it's called like Paradise Motel, and it's like hookers live there, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, like, of course, yeah. That's what I'm picturing. This does not look like that. This does look better than that. Yeah. So but, if I'm like doing the 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 Google Earth look here, and I'm looking, I'm like, well, that doesn't look that bad. Uh, I I could see how people were like, well, you know, it's it's cheap, and uh, you know, I'll give it a try, but like, you got to read those reviews. I'm sure we talked about it on the show before. There is a minimum like hotel thing. So so clean the sheets and the bed. Yes. And the carpet. And put them on the bed and like spray for vermin. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I'd be okay with it. But this one, like, oh, gosh, the roaches. Could you imagine? No. So a lot of the reviews that I read before for this specific one was like, I went to bed and there were bugs in the sheets. I would freak out. I would freak out. I mean, that's the first thing I do when I walk into literally every hotel is like I do a a bed check looking for like bed bugs. Yeah. And like. To see if there's anything. Yeah, yeah. And literally every single time I do that, I never find anything. There was one time Uh where we had a bad experience. There were stains on the bed. Mm. There were like, it it was just gross. Uh, It seemed like they hadn't changed. So we went down and said, hey, our room is gross. And they moved us to another room. There were, again, stains on the bed. And so my wife went down to say, hey, look, we got in. We got in super late. It was like 1130 at night. We have our seven-year-old daughter. She's ready for bed. Like it's way past her bedtime. And she's like not feeling comfortable there. And so my wife goes down. She's like, can you just give me new sheets? I'll change the sheets. Sure. And they're being kind of crappy with her. And I'm up in the room trying to get my daughter into bed. And she's very upset because, you know, it it's not how it usually is when we stay at hotels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... She's like, you know, just kind of fussing a bit. And I'm like, get in bed. You'll feel better. And she's like, but my feet. And I'm like, it's fine. She's like, no, dad, look at my feet. And there was like stuff on her feet from just walking on the carpet. And I was like, Uh, yuck, put on your shoes. We're fucking leaving. 
Right. Because that was the last, because we'd been going through this for like 40 minutes now because we were in a different room and they move us to a new room. And so we're like, I'm done. And yeah. so I text my wife yeah, and yeah. I was like, we're leaving. Tell them we want a refund. I checked. There's a Hilton down the road that's more expensive, but, you know, it shouldn't have this disgusting situation. And, you know, we travel a lot. We've been in many hotel rooms and that is the only time we've had a bad experience like that. Like we've been in a few hotel rooms where we're like, it's a little run down, like the the stuff is chipped and it and I've stayed at Motel Sixes. Yeah. And that is literally still the worst experience I've ever had. And it was at a holiday inn. It's wild. It's wild that like the worst hotel you can think of the worst hotel you can think of should have clean sheets that are like not ripped, mm-hmm. right? Not, not stained. Not stained or whatever. No bed bugs, like clean carpet, clean, clean, just clean, right? Mm-hmm. But clean, like minimal, whatever. Like it's not yeah. like, oh, I got yeah. If, know, if, a million thread count sheets. If the, the furniture's chipped or, you know, things like that, I'm like, yeah, you know, things fine, run but out. Just be clean for us. Yeah. Like wash your shit, bro. Like I might get, so I stayed at a hotel in Times Square. Yeah. And at the time it was pretty pricey. Nowadays I look at it, I'm like, I wish I could get a rate that cheap in you know new york city yeah yeah but like i get up to my room and like things were definitely worn out the carpet was starting to like pull up there's chips on things i was like for what i'm paying this should be a little nicer yeah but i didn't go and ask for a different room and i wouldn't like i remember it but i'm not like i would never stay at that hotel again kind of a situation do you think the internet has like um proliferated these types of uh stays where you just book online and for the cheapest price or whatever. Like, do you think like, I feel like in it's... the past, how, so in the past before the internet, how would you book a hotel room? You had to like call, call a number. Yeah. Call a like number. Call their... So actually based on the brand, right? A hotel, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. holiday inn or hotel. So six I, or motel eight or whatever. I think about that because, uh, one of the first big trips that like I helped plan mm-hmm. was a trip to New York city. Yeah. And somehow, I mean, this was like 1998, 99. The internet is not robust. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not booking through the internet at that point. And I don't know how I found the hotel I found. Because I I found, I was like, this is a hotel we should stay at. It's got a bus that takes us right to downtown New York. It's like a two minute ride. It's got free parking. Like, I don't know how I found those things out. Like, I don't know, maybe they had a website, but you couldn't book through it. Or, I mean, I guess at this point, Priceline was a thing. Yeah. But it Priceline wasn't. Priceline was like the first thing, right? Yeah. So I guess maybe it was the early years. But like, yeah. I, I don't know how we figured that out. Like, this this was even like MapQuest was new. Oh, like we yeah. Were, you had to print off the papers. And, <laughs> and we did that for way longer than people, I think, realize. Like, printing off the papers of MapQuest. And... Well, maybe you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, now I think it's so much easier because you can go on and you can do the street view and see what the street... Lo- like, I do that all the time. I'm like, does this look like an area I feel great about here like is there restaurants nearby uh i've started to realize like if there's a starbucks near we're probably okay yeah and if there's not a starbucks yeah, yeah. anywhere to be found mm, let's question wow, that right? like this is a cheaper price and there's no starbucks mm, pass i did the road trip up to maine uh last year mm-hmm. and i realized that 
any hotel by Wyndham, shitty. Mm. Shitty as fuck. And the whole Wyndham. It's like days in. And... Yeah, the Wyndham brand is fucked. Like, I think it's so bad. I will never stay with them ever again. Is uh, La Quinta or something like that is a Wyndham brand? La Quinta Inn? Yeah. In Waya Waya, Washington? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I think I stayed at one in Georgia. Okay. Uh, and that was they allow pets, and I think all La Quintas are okay. They're they seem newer. Yeah, like so. I think twenty that, years ago, I think maybe. That, well, I mean, the ones that I've seen, maybe they're new ones that have been built that I see. Yeah, um, maybe there's older ones. I'm sure, but it, it's kind of like you know, Holiday Inn Express is only about a twenty year old brand. So any of those buildings are, are newer. And and then they had a great um, ad campaign. The, the, I mean, so. As I, I end up staying at those a lot, but like I kind of have, because we stay at them, I know kind of the signs of, uh, nope, that's an older building. Mm, yeah. Oh, nope, they haven't had the renovation because the newer ones look like this. And that helps a lot. Like as I'm picking things, I'm like, this one I feel pretty comfortable with that this will be fine. Yeah. This one, no, probably not. They, they're going to have issues. Front of the show, Logan mm-hmm. says that Best Western Plus, only the plus Best Western Plus has the best hotels. Interesting. And I have not been proven, he has not been proven wrong for decades, I think now. Mm-hmm. Best Western Plus is the, there are the best hotels. They're the cleanest, the nicest, the most updated. I feel like a lot of it just comes down to what you're used to and what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Like, but like comfortable, like don't have like fucking bugs yeah. and like rips in the sheets and shit. Like yeah. don't, I, I want to be able to take my shoes off. And not get shit on the in bottom of In your room, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. okay, okay. And a lot of them are now like, you know, you get the free breakfast and... Free breakfast and shit on your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love a good shit on my shoe. <laughs> it's like shitting on a shingle, but on your shoes. Shitting on a shingle shoe. Or right. both shoes, I don't know. Well, that's the end of that segment, I think, right? It's, it's been the, the hours hotel reviews. <laughs> don't... All right. Well, the Carroll Township Police Department oh. received a call on Tuesday. Which which state is this in? Uh, your mom. Thank you. Uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, they received a call on Tuesday about seeing a stolen bus being driven by Tony Sanders in Dillsburg around 7, 10 a.m. I think all those things are made up. <laughs> Tony Sanders, Dillsburg. 7 a.m. A stolen bus. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> so, Pennsylvania State Police, the PSP, <laughs> in Gettysburg, reported, like, the, the Gettysburg? Yes, the Gettysburg, is, This yes. is the Gettysburg, yes, okay. Yes. Reported the same stolen bus and to be on the lookout. Uh, officials say, uh, uh, sorry, officials say officers on patrol spotted the stolen bus driving through a giant food and a Rite Aid parking lot. Sounds about right for uh, Gettysburg. <laughs> so, do you want to address them or no? What? Okay, no so... I mean, so a giant is like a I don't know, Kroger equivalent, I would say. At first, mm-hmm. officers say the bus pulled over near the PA Turnpike, but shortly after pulled away, starting a chase with police before Saunders drove over a berm, almost flipping the bus. He's like, watch a sweet jump. 
Now watch this drive. It's like that that shot on every single episode of the A Team where the car goes up. <laughs> the van. <Yeah>. The van. <laughs> Which is like a nineteen eighty two club wagon. Yeah, like Chevy Club Wagon that was like just painted on the side. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Wait, that's that's uh... <laughs> I pity the snake. <laughs> What was the 18 theme? Yeah, exactly. Saunders then drove the vehicle. I wonder I wonder how Mr. T got that role. Did he did he like did he go to an audition? And he got that role over everybody else that was there? I pity the fool who doesn't cast me. Do you remember that there was a cereal called Mr. T's? No. Yeah. There was Mi- a cereal? A Mr. T like cereal. Like a breakfast cereal? Yeah. Oh. So there was so there's this weird thing that they did in like the late 80s where there were all these cereals, but it was exactly the same. There were these little yellow shaped whatevers. Yeah. Teas. There was a Batman cereal, the same shape. All of them taste like shit. Yeah. Because they're all the same cereal, but they just did a different shape of them. And then everyone bought them because it was Mr. T's. Was this Cap N Crunch? <laughs> No, it was way worse than Captain oh, Crunch. Okay, <laughs> they definitely got the soggies. So you know, <laughs> and ripped the roof of your mouth to shreds. <laughs> Rips so, them to shreds. So over the over Christmas, I found. So I was never a big fan of Captain Crunch. Yeah, but I really liked the Christmas Crunch Berries, Captain Crunch. Oh yeah, so it was Captain Crunch with yeah. red and green Crunch I Berries. Remember. Yeah, they're very good. And Target was selling it again. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in years. They didn't have it at Kroger. They didn't have it at Meyer. Sure. But I looked online and Target had it. And so I got myself a box for the first time in literally, I don't think I've had it since I lived in Michigan. Oh. Like that's how long it's been since I've had Captain Crunch, Christmas Crunch. Yeah. And I had a big old bowl of it. Just what I remembered. Really? It was a nice little. Where I, are they? Where are they presenting the Christmas Crunch in the United States, you had to order it online. East Coast, West Coast, South, North. I got it at Target, like right here on Carpenter. Oh, well, so maybe just only here then. Went maybe. to Target, picked it up, uh, had a nice little, I, it was a little box of it, so I didn't have to eat a ton of it, but I had to eat enough that it got annoying. Yeah. Uh, but ate the box, had a nice little nostalgia visit, and uh, the Crunch Berries protected the roof of my mouth. Oh. Very nice. Good time. Mr. T's. Oh, very nice. Uh, Saunders then drove the vehicle into Gettysburg Drive and turned into a nearby neighborhood where he exited the bus and ran from police. Naturally, officers say as Saunders ran, he stripped off his clothes. No, like a toddler. Until he was fully naked. (laughs) Running through numerous parking lots and busy... I pity the fool gets stuck on those. My mouth just stopped working <laughs> just then. Uh, so, and uh, numerous parking lots and busy traffic areas. Police say Saunders then, uh, was then arrested nude and later admitted to taking the bus earlier Tuesday morning after crashing a BMW vehicle. Okay. Let's just say that you're a police officer mm-hmm. and you signed on probably to kill blind people. I don't know. And you have to you have to tackle and arrest a naked dude. 
a naked dude in a bro. You have to go chase him with his, his yeah. business flopping his all over the place. His little business is out. His butthole's out. It probably stinks because he probably doesn't wipe his butt. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> That's why he had to get the clothes off. He was trying to get away from the smell. Yeah, exactly. And his fucking balls stink because also he doesn't wipe his butt or his taint or whatever. It stinks so bad. You he wipes it him. into his taint. So it's like just hanging out <laughs> under the balls there. <laughs> and that's your job to arrest this guy and put his put his arms behind his back and like put the cuffs on him. That sounds so cuffs terrible. Cuffs and a cock ring. <laughs> so, so I can't get away either. Cuffs, a cock ring, and a butt plug. And they're all connected. <laughs> uh According to law enforcement, Saunders also admitted to placing a dead deer inside the bus and was attempting to drive it to his home to use as fertilizer for his garden. What? Look, I crashed my BMW into this deer. And so I stole this bus to get the deer home so I can fertilize it. You're not going to waste a good deer. I named him John. All right, what what are we on right now? The last one. Last one. So Saunders is currently being held at the York County Prison for fleeing an officer, receiving stolen property, reckless, reckless driving, and resisting arrest. and But not nudity. Putting in a butt plug in public. <laughs> and, putting in's not the problem. It's taking it out. Oh, taking out the butt plug in public. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Nobody wants to hear that. That's that's the butt. And you put the butt plug in when you had Taco Bell. You'd take it out. Right? Uh, maybe when you eat at Dairy Queen. Should we just skip this last story? <laughs> no, I've already I've already given us the you, transition. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, okay. The owner of a Dairy Queen in Phoenix oh, shit. remains perplexed. And slightly amused as to why someone would steal the giant red spoon that adorned their restaurant. We were kind of upset, but then more puzzled, Pooja Kalra said Wednesday. What are they going to do with a spoon? Well, the 15-foot tall spoon stood against the side of the building with the handle nestled in the opening of a roof parapet. I love a good parapet. Their surveillance camera caught two people appearing to manipulate the screws that held the spoon at the base and then taking it off on a small motorbike. So this seems kind of cool. Like a, a Dairy Queen in Phoenix, first of all. It's hard to freeze ice cream in the desert. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have a big fucking red spoon outside mm-hmm. uh, akin to, uh, you know, the... Um, the big boys, mm-hmm. you know, well, the people um, used to steal the big boys. They did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my colleagues was talking about how for senior prank, often the big boy was stolen as the senior prank and then really? put somewhere on campus. Oh, okay. And then when he became a senior and was in charge of the senior prank, found out that it was all arranged with the manager of the big boy. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> call, all right. You're going to steal the big boy. Call this guy. He'll help you out. And then and, you'll return it. Yeah. And he was like that lost kind of the, the magic of it. That oh yeah, just all it wasn't. It wasn't shenanigans. Because if was, you turn the big boy upside down, it would leak out of the cup, right? Uh, oh, I'm well, sorry, that's Dairy Queen, not Big Boy. Yeah, no, Big Boy. If you turn it upside down, Doctor Evil will fall out. They were so precise about it, like they had done it before. Uh, Rama Karan said, "They just wiggled their way through and made sure the spoon was not damaged." 
Uh, the couple reported the theft to Phoenix police, but no sp- suspects have been identified. Hmm. Getting another spoon made, delivered, and then installed would cost over $7,000, Ramakala said. I-, I feel like they may have $7,000. I think they might have $7,000. I feel like I they might. They might have paid 7000 already for the spoon. It seems like a weird statue to have. It's not a statue. It's a, like uh, an art installation. It's a prop. Yeah, just maybe just don't have that in front of your Dairy Queen then, maybe. I don't know. Mm. You know? I know. Yeah, you know. I agree. Thank you. Or have it and nail it down better. (laughs) Uh, The Carlas, Kalras, who are Indian immigrants, moved to Phoenix uh, from Minnesota in 2007 and decided to go into business operating a Dairy Queen. They now own 34 franchises. These guys have a lot of money. That's a lot of franchises. Meanwhile, they're trying some creative strategies to spread the word about the spoon swipe. Staff at the Phoenix location will start wearing, where's my spoon? T-shirts with a red spoon and the DQ logo. Why Get down. <laughs> Why did I start talking like this? I don't even know. Get to the spoon. <laughs> However, they seriously do want the spoon return. I appeal to the persons. This spoon is too big to eat anything, Raman Carla says. We want you to bring it back. We will not ask any questions. Lame. They're like Paul Bunyan would eat from this spoon. They're like, look, we're gonna turn around, and when we turn back, we just expect to see the spoon there. Just <laughs> you're gonna screw it back in. Okay, that's fine. No, you know, people got to steal a spoon. It's probably in some frat house's back room or something. I'm sure it is. Like, it's going to be the fuck spoon. We can fuck in the spoon. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I want to come in the spoon. You can eat it. (laughs) It's probably some lonely guy who just wants a spoon with someone. Oh, oh. He should spoon with some bears. We should check the uh, Reddit incel subreddit. (laughs) Correct. Finally got my spoon. How would you prefer your bear meat, Jason? Uh, on the bear itself. Oh, you want to eat it out directly off the bear? No, no, he can That's have it to that. himself. Roast a whole bear, skin it, roast it like a pig roast, eat a bear butt like a pork butt. Uh, no, I'm I'm not into that. Shredded bear, pulled bear, pulled bear. I eat a pulled. I bear, think that's I think. a section on grinding. I think too. I would eat a pulled bear. <laughs> I'd swallow that bear's um meat. Meat, yeah. The the gamey part or the fatty part? Yep. Does he wipe his taint? <laughs> no, I do with my tongue. Okay. So what did we learn, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we learned about bear meat. Oh. And then you were next. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that's what you were doing because you didn't say, what did we learn today, Jason? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at this podcast. <laughs> we man. learned a ghost through a cart at a, a truck, apparently. And we also learned that don't drive a bus naked i guess i don't know i don't even remember this uh it's the naked guy with the the dead deer oh yeah he has that deer on the bus i don't uh, remember and we learned that uh don't steal the dk spoon because it's too big for you to eat anything and this hour has been a very long very thick <laughs> hour and 46 minutes well we do like thick cut podcasts So earlier in the show, oh yes, we we made a joke about uh, getting Jodie Foster's attention. Yeah, 
Uh, and so we thought we'd uh, ask ChatGPT how to do it. Since, oh, okay. Since shooting Ronald Reagan is a bad idea. Yeah, of course. Was, what was it? What was his name? Uh, Hinckley. Yeah, John, John Hinckley, Hinckley. Right. I yeah, think. Yeah. I think he just got out, or is about to get out. I think he was he... supposed to play like he, he's a band or something. <laughs> Not making this up. Like true story. He was going to play a concert. Was his band called Contact? <laughs> uh, no, it's called Jelly Bean. Okay. Uh, okay. So we thought we'd ask an AI how we should, because yeah. you know they can give us better ideas than people how who are we, like we can attract her attention, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I said, how can I get Jodie Foster's attention? And Chat GPT says, as an AI language model, I cannot guarantee that I have accurate or current information on Jodie Foster's contact details or preferences. Oh. However, if you're looking to get her attention, the best way to do this. Uh, do so is to approach her professionally and respectfully. So already off to a better start. Okay. Here are some general tips that might be helpful. Number one, connect through a professional network. You may try to connect with Jodie Foster through her agent or professional representatives. Two, attend industry events. Look for opportunities to, event, to attend events where Jodie Foster might be present, such as a movie premiere or industry conference. If you have a chance to meet her in person, be polite, professional, and respectful of her time. Number three, use social media. Follow Jodie Foster on social media platforms such as Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Engage with her posts by commenting and sharing. However, it is important to remember that celebrities received a lot of messages on social media, so it's not guaranteed that she will see or respond to your messages. Write a letter. You could try writing a polite and respectful letter to Jodie Foster's agent or production company expressing your interest in her work and your desire to connect with her. It's important to remember Jodie Foster is a busy professional and may not be able to respond to every message or request she receives. Be patient, professional, and respectful in your interactions. Or shoot Ronald Reagan. 